that's how much. And Gary said, well, we can give you a book. I said, no, I want him to sign the oh. one that I bought. And there it is. Oh, there it is. There's <laughs> Look at the book. Look at you. Look at that. That's like I the took Bible. the cover off because I don't want people to know I'm reading it in public. You know, <laughs> I, don't, I recommend that, actually. James Corden, you've done it again. You come in here, you talk openly and candidly. You talked about hosting the Tonys and your own nervousness. For sure. Yes, you're going to yeah. be live in front Very of America. Real nerves. Yeah. Those are real nerves. And you got to deal with it. Who knows what's going to happen with the contract negotiation? My guess is you're going to get what you want. Are you going to get the free time you want? Probably not. Probably not. Not as much as he'd like, no. maybe. No. No. I don't see it. How many weeks vacation do you get now? I actually don't know. I, actually, I genuinely, I actually don't you know. You don't know the, that? I don't know the physical weeks. Really? I try, I can't tell you how much I'm the, like, because the you're opposite in the rat of you in this world where I sort of try not to, I try not to know as much as I can about anything, <laughs> you know? Good. I try to just be in, like in it, you know? Because if you knew the exact amount of weeks, you might get really depressed. Or, or obsess not. over them. Or somehow. I might go, oh, okay, well, that's, yeah, that's all right. It's, you know? Yeah, you, maybe you have you, enough time already. Yeah. <laughs> you but really not, don't know how many weeks vacation you get. I think we're on, I think we're on 42 or 43 weeks of Let the year. Let me do the calculation. I think. See, I've learned there are 52 weeks in the there year. There are. When did and you find you, that out? And if you work 42 <laughs> weeks. Yeah. You get 10 weeks vacation. But you don't get 10 weeks at the same time. No. You get a week here and a week there and a week there, oh. which isn't very long if you perhaps might want to go and do something else. Like, I've just written this show for the BBC at home, a, a, a sitcom. We're bringing back a sitcom that uh, me and my friend Ruth wrote called Gavin and Stacey, which was a very popular show at home, and we've brought it back for an hour right. uh, on Christmas Day. And so, you know, we've had to sort of shuffle and pre-take things and stuff like that so that we can... Um, shoot for like two weeks in the summer you know and, two and, and by the way weeks. and that's your vacation yeah but yeah. i do yeah it's you know, so you're gonna I work get, i get a good I, I look it's not the time it, i get a it's a great life who's negotiating for you you, you got your agent he's in there he's uh, my dad my dad does it you're, no i'm kidding oh, <laughs> i was ready to i was gonna take my you to dad, my psychiatrist my dad would have accepted <laughs> the offer three years ago <laughs> you almost leaped out of your seat well, you'd be like, listen schmuck they're yeah, paying you all this you money insane? yeah right, you just take it I almost, I, I really, I was going to, I was going to come up and smack oh you around. Goodness, he's going to, to tear James apart. Listen, all right, don't joke like that. You must give that me a was heart the attack. most emotion I've ever seen oh, in your face. Oh my God, his really? dad, my dad. <laughs> Listen, you have to watch James Corden. He's hosting the Tony Awards this Sunday night. He's been planning this thing. Guys put a lot of effort in. The least he could do is watch. Am I correct? Right. Yes. 8 p.m. on CBS. Also, James hosts something called The Late Late Show. Weeknights at 12.37 a.m. <laughs> but he, as he revealed to you today in this interview, he's really expecting you to watch it on the Internet. He knows what you're going to do, okay? Unless they're awake. If they happen if to be awake, awake, you should watch. watch that. Yeah, yeah, give them a break. <laughs> yeah. Watch it live. Watch yeah. it live. Go for it. You know, go old school. All right, listen. You have fun? Yeah, I've always. What do you want me to sign in that book? Do you want my name in there? Do you want me to make no, a personal I'd like you message? to sign something very, I'd like you to write something very profound. Should like, I put my phone number like, like Tom Cruise? You could do. I'm going to tell you a secret. Go on. I want you to have my phone number, and I'm going to tell you where you're going to get it. You're going to climb to the Empire State Building. <laughs> arrange for this. It's there right now. It's I'm in gonna, a box. <laughs> okay. And you go find that. But I'm going to climb box. up the outside. <laughs> you, you, yeah, you, oh, yeah, be no, on the top. You, you can't climb the steps. No. you got to right get there. that climbing gear. For sure. But James Corden. There you are. You did it. You you conquered America. You uh, you started out in a play in Broadway, or I mean, on in England, and then you all of a sudden 
Uh, okay. Uh, James, <laughs> you, know this you know this story. I'm not going to go all over it. Watch the Tonys this Sunday night at 8 p.m. on CBS and watch James host the Late Late Show weeknights at 12.37 on CBS. And thank you for coming in. Thank you, Howard. Thanks, Robin. And it's we'll, a pleasure. And we'll be back right after these words. This is Sarah Huckabee Sanders, and it's Fleet Week in New York City. Thousands of sailors are here on shore leave looking to bust a nut, and I'm making sure Americans are ready to service them for the their service. Hi, Sarah. How are you? Are you excited for Fleet Week? Oh, yes. I'm very excited. How do you plan to help our soldiers out? I'm always going to thank them. I always walk by and shake their hand. Would you consider thanking them with your mouth? Probably not. It's about patriotism. So you think as being a patriot, I need to do something for them as a female because they serve my country? Exactly. No, yes. Now you got it. No. That's not how it works. Are you, are you excited for Fleet Week? Fleet Week. Yeah, the ships come in. I see sailors around Times Square here. Do you plan to thank the sailors for their service? No. I just, that's a personal choice. I don't have to support it. So you'd be fine if ISIS was just sort of roaming around Times Square? I'll tell you what. If ISIS decide to attack, I've got my spot on the Oregon coast all mapped out. I'll borrow a gun. I'll be glad I'll be in the front line. You know what would be a lot easier? If you just took a sailor's load in your face and let him go fight for you. No, not, no I I'm not going to do Put that. Put on a wig and lipstick for America. I'm not going to suck off a sailor during Fleet Week. What are you going to do to make the sailors happy while they're here? I'm going to say thank you. Have a great time. Would you say thank you, perhaps, with your hand? Um, Through a hole. I appreciate your service, but I'm not jerking you off. Tell you what, compromise, would you let a Marine shoot a load on you? Fuck no. It sounds like you're mad at our American sailors. I'm not mad at them at all. They're not shooting shit on me. Are you excited for Fleet Week? It's just another day to me, but I like to see them come together and enjoy, you know. So you've seen a lot of fleet weeks. Yes, I have. And you've probably thanked a lot of sailors for their service. Of course. Why probably not? sucked a lot of sailors' dick. That's right. No, I ain't did none of that. Huh? I ain't sucked no dick, baby. We can forget that. I'm not into that. Wait, you love America. Of course I love America. I live here. But would you fuck a lady sailor to thank you her? Motherfucker, right. I'll bust the back of her mother. I'll show a pussy she never knew she had. Thank you. Take that mistletoe and you hang it right above your asshole. Pussy and cards. Pussy and cards. And now, reporting from Broadway Con. What's the longest note you can hold? Yeah, I know what that music means. Metallica means we're talking blackened whiskey. Yep, Metallica got into the whiskey business. Can you believe this? What do you mean, you say? Well, Dave Pickerel and Metallica... Dave Pickerel is a distiller, and he's a top guy, master distiller. He teamed up with Metallica. He had this idea to infuse Metallica's music into the whiskey. So they came up with blackened whiskey. Now, what do you mean they infuse the music? Well... I don't know. They they just did it. They the, the music shakes the the barrels or something. I don't fully understand it, but anyway, look, what ended up happening, whatever they did, Blacken turned out to be a real crowd pleaser. Esquire says in a crowded celebrity booze market, Metallica made one worth drinking. That's a huge Wow. Yes, yes, Robin. Well, you have to wonder if 
The sounds or the vibrations from great music will make a great... Well, it did. Whiskey. It worked. I'm reading the reviews here. This is whiskey remastered, blackened, 45% alcohol by volume, bottled by Sweet Amber Distilling Company, Shoreham, Vermont. Please enjoy responsibly. What do you think? This music, they don't even understand how this music can improve every, everything we everything. eat. Everything. Everything should be played. Yeah. This music. They're now talking about Metallica actually becoming farmers <laughs> and growing wheat and corn with their music. No, no, no. With the yeah. music. Yeah, with the They're music. They're going to stand out in the field and play? Is that yes, what you're saying? Yes, James is going to stand out in the field and play live <laughs> and make uh, Metallica food. Master. Master. Yeah, right on. Well, there you go. James Corden off to host the Tony. Such amazing wisdom. There you go. I hope people heard. Uh-oh. There you go. You know, everything he was saying, because it was so enlightening. Like, you've got to let things go. Enjoy them in the moment. Don't try to recreate them in your mind. That's not real. That's my philosophy. Oh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> yes, Andrew. Andrew's in Ohio. Ohio. Dude, Ford oh, my God. Ohio. Hey, Andrew, what's Howard? up? Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. I love you guys. I've listened to you for, like, my whole life now. You guys are the fucking best. Uh, great interview with uh, James Corden. That was awesome. Um, dude, uh, all your book. Love it. Um I love how I love Robin. I love Fred. I even like Benji. Kind of. You love Fred. Um, Benji. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love Fred the most, honestly. Uh, <laughs> Fred. <laughs> I've never, dude. I can't even believe I got on the phone with you guys. This is fucking insane. All right, um, Andrew. Well, thank you for the nice call. Hey, Howard. Really quick. Um, next week, can I call you back? Um, I gotta talk to you about my girlfriend. She had herpes. Never fucking told me about it. Um, whole kind of thing you know i just found out about it um should i stay with her should i not you know i don't know i know you guys are busy and all that uh you have it no i got tested i'm clean but she i've been with her for three fucking years now hmm. and she didn't fucking tell me about it where she got it on the mouth or on the pussy on the pussy huh? he didn't care about the mouth <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry for asking a medical question about pussy versus no, mouth i mean i'm trying to diagnose here <laughs> I thought it was always kind of crazy that she'd always rather, like, suck my dick than fucking let me fuck her or whatever and shit right. like that. I don't See, know. she was I mean, protecting you because yeah. she cared about so you. So how'd you find out about it? Pussy. I'm one of her friends. I, I found out from somebody um, that she, you know, she's friends with or whatever. She, she's known about it for 10 fucking years and never told me about it. So are you pissed off at her for not telling you? Well, fuck yeah. I mean, oh. I have a kid with her in a house now, you know? Oh, oh my like, goodness. Holy fuck. Jeez. You're stuck. Stop it. You're stuck. <laughs> well, you know, there is a trust issue there. I mean, she should have told you. For sure. I mean, she definitely should have told me. I mean, that's something that, you know, everybody should tell somebody. But I she mean, probably, why did she wait her? until like, now to tell? She that's didn't tell weird. him. He found oh, out through a friend. He found oh, yeah, out through, so she never told. How'd the oh, friend know? Yeah, the she, friend, I found out. So she confided in the friend. And then the friend oh, yeah. told you. Yep. Wow. She must yeah, be pissed at the friend. Crazy. Man, there's a whole ring of like craziness going on. How so, did the friend? Oh, sure, yeah. She and know, then, I didn't know which friend I told like told me. You know, I I actually no, I found out because I thought like I thought I had something on my dick. You know, and then uh, 
you know, so I confronted her and I said, are you sleeping around on me? What the fuck are you, you know, do I, how, what do I get? Do I got something? I, I went to the doctor and he said, no, you got a, like a fucking, uh, your gland on your fucking dick is like inflamed or some shit like that. Right. He's like, you know, um, but you know, he, they tested me for AIDS and fucking everything else. And, uh, you know, I came back clean on everything, which was great. You know, I'm, I'm super excited and happy about that. But, right. you know, it's a, it's a fact that, you know, I've spent three and a half, almost four years with this woman and she never fucking, you know, and then she admitted like when you confronted her and said, Hey, I thought I had something on my dick. And then she said, look, I've got herpes. No, she denied it. She wow. denied it to my face three oh. fucking times. Wow. She denied it to my face three fucking times. It wasn't until I posted something on Facebook and said, you know, hey, uh, you know, I, uh, I found out, you know, you've had this for fucking a long time, and I can't believe that my life's going to change after all this shit. Wait, 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 wait. What, is, you know? what about Facebook? You, she posted, you posted that she has herpes on Facebook? No, I posted that. Um, it's crazy that, you know, I, I wrote something like this. Like, uh, I think it's crazy that I had my whole life planned out, and then one little lie is going to fucking change out the rest of my outcome of my life. Why would you, you know, put that on Facebook, deal. dude? Well, because I wanted to fucking hear from her face. You know, Where is she, uh, though? Does she, she live in the house with you? Well, she moved out now, but she's, you know, probably going to move back in. Oh, man, I'm confused. Uh, yeah, I don't know why I would fa- post on no, Facebook. See, look, the, the only reason I put it on Facebook was because I wanted to hear her hear it from her fucking mouth. Don't you own a phone? <laughs> Text, uh, yeah. You know how you're calling me. Why don't you call her and hear it no, from uh, her? No, I, I, no I, I've talked to her, you know, but that was the first time that she actually admitted it was on, you know, she called me right after I made that post on Facebook. She said, I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't think I had it. She thought it went away for like, I don't know, like, you know, I haven't had an outbreak in, like, six years, so I, I thought I was clean oh. or some shit like that, mm. which I'm like, okay, but still. So what do you, you want know, me to do? I don't know. I mean, dude, dude what do you think? Do you, is that, isn't that kind of you love her? that she did that? Do you love her? Can you forgive yeah, her? I, mean, I love her. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, we're going to go now. We're, now we're going to start doing counseling and all that kind of bullshit. Is she hot? Yeah, she's, I mean, she's cute. Well, give me her, give me a number. Is she a five? Is she a nine? What is she? Uh, she's a seven. Oh, seven. Yeah. Mm, that's so steamy. So steamy. <laughs> Thanks, Brent. Super steamy. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I would say go to the counseling. Tell her you're having a hard time with the lie. Yeah, you know, and, sure. and like sit there and hear what she's got to say and say, like, what else are you lying about? You know, work. Yeah, all you got to, you know, clean the books now. You got to say everything. Yeah. And the Facebook thing. How many likes did you get on that? post? <laughs> <laughs> I deleted it the next day. I, I, I was kind of embarrassed that I had to fucking do that. You know, honestly, I didn't want to do it. But uh, but I did, you know, um, she's on the phone right now. She says she has another secret to tell yeah. you. I'm not kidding. Let me let me see what she has to say. I'll I'll negotiate. All right, this. I'm down. Hi, you're his girlfriend. Hi, Howard. Yes. Hi, um, Andrew. Is Michelle. I have. Yes. Hi. I haven't been completely honest. It's not just a herpes. I have something else to tell you. What do you have? Oh, well, I also have a dick and balls. Well, I don't know, man. For, in all seriousness, I would like go yeah. to the counseling. You, sounds like you love her. You're kind of confused about her. She's been dishonest with you. 
And you know, Howard, yeah. when a couple can get through something like this, they ha- they get a stronger relationship out of it. Yeah, and then you know you got to work out the whole sex thing. Like whenever you're insider, you got to wear rubber, dude. I know, I know. That's what sucks though, too. Is like I I like eating pussy. I like fucking. Man, you, know, well, you better stay away. From I wouldn't that. be eating any pussy right now. <laughs> I know, but so you're against it for other reasons as well. Yeah, don't don't eat pussy. Pussy. Yeah, I know. You I know, she that. could also have a uh, what do you call that? Uh, that ch- chlamydia? No, it's no. not chlamydia. It's um. You know what I'm talking about? I'm, t- I'm talking about HPV. HPV. Oh. No. HPV. Oh, that papilloma. HPV, dude. Yeah. You know, I mean, I honestly, ever since you told me about uh, Michael Douglas's dad or whatever, I've never really wanted to eat pussy that much, that much, anyway. Like it gives you throat cancer, right? Yeah. Fuck, yeah. You know, and really, it's fucking scary shit. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can do what Fred does. He pours Coca Cola on the pussy. Were you pretty to, yeah. active? To neutralize it. <laughs> it neutralizes. Were you pretty active sexually before you met her? No, I mean, I, I've been with like six girls. I'm oh. 36 years old. You know, I mean, I'm not that old. You know, I've, you know, I've always kind of been, you know, I, I got some great story for, stories for you guys about how this Mexican girl beat me up one time. I mean, all kinds <laughs> of good mm, shit. Jesus. Mexican girl. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, you better stick with this one. <laughs> oh, Women are lying yeah, to you. They're she's beating a, you up. Beating you up. A good girl. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. How did she beat you I up? I mean, what, are you, so what kind of, kind of man are you? <laughs> Oh, dude. She, well, dude, she, she started punching herself. Mm. And she was, like, ready to call. She said, if it, I, told, I told her, I said, she, she kicked my ass. Then she started punching herself and said, because I said, I threatened if I, I'm, I'm leaving, you know, my son's in the next room. And uh, she said, if you leave, I'm calling the cops and saying that you kicked my ass, you know. Oh my God. So Ooh. I had no choice but to. Dude, you got no luck. Like, sit there. <laughs> oh, I know. Maybe stay away from women. <laughs> Hey, you want any advice from Ralph? He says he has advice. I mean, I don't know if you want it or not. No, dude, I love Ralph, too. You do? Oh, fuck yeah. See what this fucking guy's been in MIA for a while. Let me see where he's at. Hey, Ralph. Hey, now. What kind of advice do you have for this guy? My advice is he should stick with her. He he does it. I mean, he just said something nice about me, but so I I, I feel weird saying it, but he sounds kind of dopey, and he's probably lucky to have a seven at this point. Yeah, well, the way I look at it is he's got to go to the counseling and at least find out why she's lying and all this stuff. And And why he has to communicate with her on Facebook. And my feeling, too, is if she's a seven, I I would put some energy into this. And also, and also, she she thought it was in remission. I mean, that sounds like a reasonable thing. She doesn't right. need. She she figured she didn't need to tell him. So, just calm down. Stop posting on Facebook. That's just weird. Yeah, that is weird. He's a weirdo. I wanted to hear you can have her. Yeah, but you should have a relationship oh, where you can talk to your spouse. Hey, dude, dude, I never talk to Beth directly. I always Instagram. Really? Her. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> He's not that weird. Dude, <laughs> if I could give you one last piece of advice. Stop saying the F word every two seconds. It makes it sound really dopey. All right, Ralph. Enough with that. Oh, stop, Don't bust Ralph. the guy's balls. Fucking, I worked 10 hours. I fucking drank uh, three beers just now, and I'm fucking excited to be on the phone with Howard and Robin. It's fine. Did he you cut say, back? I, I, you say fuck as much as you want. Don't worry about it. Thank you, Howard. I appreciate it. Dude, this, you made my fucking week. You made my year, honestly, by fucking answering my call, dude. All right, Andrew, listen. I go uh, do your thing, and uh, yeah, you're going to end up forgiving her. Just get over it, and uh, you know, wear a rubber, okay? Right on. All right, pal. All right, thanks, man. All right, later, All right, later guys. Love you. Love you. Love you. Ralph's right. I mean, 
he does say the F word quite it a bit. It was every word. Every word. <laughs> but all right, the guy's down and out. You don't have to. Yeah, leave him alone. You don't have to call him dopey. Uh, by the way, I would suggest he calls better help. What is better help? Well, they say you deserve to be happy. BetterHelp's mission is to make professional counseling accessible and affordable to everyone. I'm for that. They're proud of their network of 4,000 licensed accredited counselors across all 50 states. They say their service provides a safe and discreet way for you to get help anytime, anywhere with flexible text, chat, phone, and video session options. BetterHelp is simple. Fill out a short, anonymous questionnaire. BetterHelp will suggest a counselor they feel meets your needs. They want you to live a happy life starting right now. Check out their website, BetterHelp.com. I read all of the testimonials that are posted daily. I'll read you one. My therapist gets me through my daily life knowing I always have someone to speak to every week. I no longer have to suffer alone or suffer at all. Here's another one. My therapist pushes me but stays within a good distance of my comfort level so I don't end up feeling too pressured or overwhelmed. Go to BetterHelp.com today. Use code 110% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com. Code 100 for 10% off. All right. Robin, time for News. Oh, Robin, Robin. Remember me? Oh, Robin, Robin. No one believes that your anus loops naturally. I wait in San Fran for your return. Let's do anal one more time. I need a cup. Oh, Robin, Robin. Spread those lovely brown cheeks. And I'll insert my man meat. I'm waiting here in our laundry room. Let's do anal one more time. I miss you, Robin, baby. Bring those sweet cheeks back to me. I'm getting old. Boy, that was terrible. Terrible? (laughs) I I heard that last night. I I listened to it like ten times. Well, no wonder your musical taste is suffering. And this guy's a reverend. I mean, uh, it's Reverend Aaron. Thank you, Reverend Aaron. (laughs) The Reverend of what? Doing a Britney Spears. Actually, he's Britney Dahmer. Oh, Robin, Robin. Yeah, I love his vocal (laughs) thing. You know, I just love it. That was crazy. What are you talking about? (laughs) It was great. He loves you. Where is he? And so we can, you know, send somebody over there to lock him up. By the way, he did that in one take. A lot of people wanted to know. I can't believe it. Right. Oh, Robin, Robin. Oh, Robin, Robin. Oh, oh, Robin, Robin. Robin. <laughs> Remember me? <laughs> oh, Robin, Robin. No one believes <laughs> that your anus loops naturally. Yeah, I don't believe that. I wait in San Fran for your return. <laughs> Let's do anal one more time. Do you hear the music? I love it. <laughs> no, he doesn't even pay attention to the music. That's what's so good about him. Amazing. Yeah, he never stops. Just goes. Oh, Robin, Robin. Oh, Robin, Robin. <laughs> Run out of the room. Oh, Robin, We got Robin. this in the mail. <laughs> I the, don't doubt it. The return address was Rikers Island. <laughs> How else do you get good music? <laughs> it comes through the mail. Yeah, we just lucked out. <laughs> Thanks to Reverend Aaron. Uh, Reverend Aaron. All right, Robin, what's okay. in the news? Okay. Oh, Robin, Robin. All right. I have to ask a question because people told me, oh, maybe it wasn't any good, but there was tape. We were talking about Tracy Morgan's 
accident in his brand new car. Yeah. Yesterday, right off the lot. Yeah. A woman making what seems to be an illegal turn, uh, turn slammed into his brand new car. He's all right. Which though. is what? Two million dollars, did yeah. you say? Two million dollar Bugatti. Yeah, and then he got out of the car and started yelling at her. They thought they had some tape of that. Maybe it doesn't exist. I can make it up <laughs> if you want. There's tape, but you can't hear him. Right. Right. That's what I meant. Now, I want to hear tape of him yelling at her. Well, you can't hear him. He that, Somebody did try to tape it. I guess you can see a video. I would imagine he's pretty pissed. But you can't hear the sound. And he apparently, you know, they say in the newspaper account that he called her a bitch. And so that's what we were seeing if we could find. But so far, no luck. Well, all right. Also in the news, a newly paroled ex-con before sexually assaulting a 78-year-old woman in her queen's home warned the terrified victim not to fight back, according to a uh, criminal complaint made public on Tuesday. This happened here in New York. He said, I'm going to rape your old ass. Mm. Apparently, he likes older women, and so that's why she wasn't he like twenty became his victim. How old is he? Twenty eight or something? And the woman I'm was looking for his age, and I don't see it in this article. Uh, but I read an article; he was, was in his twenties, and in and, his like under thirty. Yeah, yeah, and she was like seventy eight years old, and he said, "He said I like old women." Yeah, I'm going to rape your old ass. Well, if you like old women, maybe be nice to him. Yeah, take him out on a date, right? I think older women would love to have a 28-year-old. Jesus. That's fucking weird. But I don't think that's going to happen anymore. Poor woman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow. So also in the news, Howard. Yeah. Oh, he's 30 years old. Okay, the, guy, yeah. the rapist is 30 years okay. old. All right. An animal advocate. You call yourself that, right? Uh, yeah, I guess. I want to know how much of an animal advocate you are. I'll show you the bills. <laughs> <laughs> Rooney Mara and Joaquin Phoenix, a celebrity couple, are start a staunch animal rights activist. And the couple marched on Sunday during the National Animal Rights Day demonstration in West Hollywood, California. Okay. It's called the March with Dead Animals. Oh, yeah, I saw a picture of that. Yeah, and they're all carrying these dead birds mm. with gloved hands during the demonstration. Yeah, I won't eat birds. But would you carry a dead one? It would be very upsetting to do that, but I guess if it made a point, then so people would, like, see what they're eating, maybe I would. But I just know tough. about you and germs. and. Oh, yeah, right. Nah, I guess I wouldn't. All right, you busted <laughs> me. I would like to. but I... Your heart's in the right place. Yeah, my, I mean, I'm with those guys. <laughs> but you carry the dead bird. My wife and I do a lot of bird rescue. It would be weird to then go eat some birds. Yeah, but I'm not talking about eating them. I'm talking about mm. carrying a dead one I to make you. a point. What's up, Frank? Frank from Florida, Robin. Hey, now. Hey, now. Answer the question I asked. What? Go ahead. Would you carry a dead bird? Not would you? No. <laughs> I don't need to carry a dead bird. But I want others to do it. Okay. Yes, Frank. Hey, a couple of quick questions. First thing was that guy that just called Andrew and they said his girlfriend was a seven. Is that a Brent seven or is that a seven? <laughs> <laughs> well, so Brent swing. is a seven. So, you know, he knows. It's well, so we ought to give Brent her picture to see right. what number she is. Yeah, in case you're unclear, Brent will evaluate. <laughs> 
think Brent's very liberal with that evaluation. But. <laughs> He's very generous. He throws those sevens around. He throws those hey, told me <laughs> I was a nine. <laughs> uh, yes, Frank, what can I do for you? Hey, I know Ronnie's your go-to guy for cars and car questions. I've never heard somebody in the radio know less about cars Oh yeah, Ronnie the limo driver. Really? <laughs> what did he get wrong? <laughs> He's just clueless. You asked him if they're, you know, banging sheet metal out hand by hand to, to, to put these cars together. And he's, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, he's just ridiculous. He knows nothing about cars. Yeah, like, in you other know. words, I was asking Ronnie on Tracy Morgan's $2 million car, it says it's hand-built. What does that mean? Like, is the guy literally, like, banging the metal with a, like, no. like in Game of Thrones when they make those swords? No, they're they're just limited production, so they're they're not in some huge factor. They might make 500 cars a year versus your other manufacturers make Hundreds of thousands of cars. So, so it's still assembly line, you're saying? Well, no, there's in small groups of people people putting individual cars together, not a, a assembly line that's a mile long. Yeah. Like you you're, you're, so Ronnie doesn't know what he's talking about mind, about cars? You're, you're out of your you're full, no, you are so full of shit, dude. Why? You're out of your mind, man. They're hand built, but it's not. They're not an assembly line. But they're no one's banging out a fender for a Bugatti. I mean, you're no, they're molding the actual body and everything, which is done by one or two different people. What the fuck yeah. are you talking about? That's, that's not what he asked you. That's not the question he asked you, Ronnie. I asked There's you about the engine guy. and stuff. Yeah, like the, that. The, yeah, they assemble the engine. Yes, they do. But this they guy has no idea what he's glossing. He, he has no you're, idea what he's talking about. Usual, you're confused as usual. No, I'm not confused as usual. Well, I guess well, we have to do, agree to disagree, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. This guy's smart. He knows everything. What do you do, Frank? Yeah, what do you do, Frank? I've called you a million times and talked to you. I call so what does that mean? You called a million times. What does that mean? Yeah, I guess he calls us for a living. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, he's got a lot of free time. I'm saying, what do you, what do you know about cars? Go ahead. I'm saying, what do you do? No, I work in land development. I, I just, I'm a car person. I, I just, I, right. I work on cars. I, I restore cars. I just do this on the side and... Right, just something that I do. Something and, and that just, you do. You know, yeah. So yeah. He, he's saying, Ronnie, you're wrong about the Bugatti. Okay, good. Whatever he, he's he's right because he says he's right. Maybe Frank will be my new expert. Yeah, on good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Let fucking Frank call like, in. It's stupid. Like Fred, fuck. who's right, Frank or Ronnie? I'm not sure that Frank is entirely correct. I'm not sure about Ronnie's, uh, you know, dissertation on this. So They're you're hand, not sure. These cars are hand built. built. These cars take, uh, I think, at least a month to even. Right, paint but what them. does that mean? How far do we go when we're hand building? And something? I know there's two guys that build the engine, and they probably do it. With but not, they're not Game of Thrones making no, a sword. They're not forging no, this stuff. I never However, said they were forging the metal. They're assembling it by hand, which means they probably have put wrenches on it and they're torquing it Correct. down. It's not a machine that's doing that. Correct. And that's what I said, no. moron. No, that's not what you that's said. That's what I yeah, said, fuckface. I was banging on a fender. No, I didn't say that, asshole. I said they molded the body. They mold out the body. You jerk off. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. They got they got a rubber tree plant in the backyard the tires. How is the body made then, moron? The, the bodies are made all the same. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's no, they're not. They no, they're not. No, 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 no. Not on those cars. Not one car is exactly the same. They're you not, jerk. They, they absolutely are. The, no, they're not. They're like a bigger idiot. They do too, Ronnie. You're wrong, they absolutely do. Yeah, go fuck yourself. You don't <laughs> know nothing. Dude, go, go dig your holes in your land development. Let me ask you a question. Go ahead, right, stupid. Stupid. Do, you, do you know the guys who build the car? Yeah, do you know the one, guys who build the car? Yeah, one guy's name is Boo, 
And the other guy's name is Gotti. Get it? Boo Gotti. <laughs> to go back to Robin's statement of she's you pop the hood on a car and you'll see a plate on there and it have some guy's name written on it. There, there'll be one or two individuals that make the motor for that car specific, and that is hand-built one at a time. What's the question? Oh, it. yeah? Another question. You want to go back to Bugatti. What, what, the 16-cylinder motor in the Bugatti is a, is a W16. What does that mean, Ronnie? It has 16 cylinders, okay? What does a W mean? Means you I can have no idea. That, I'm not that up on the motors, okay? Means you can fuck the tail hand built. You don't have to know that. You don't have, what's, what's a V8, then, Ronnie? What does that mean? What do you mean? It's, it's eight cylinders. It's a V8 what does engine. What V8 mean, Ronnie? What is it? You don't know shit about cars, Ronnie. Yeah, okay. I don't know shit about You know what a V8 a means? Cock? It's a V8. What's, what's a pet cock? What does that mean? What yeah, a what's pet a pet cock? cock? Yeah, go fuck yourself. It's a vegetable You're drink. A stupid fuck. <laughs> what's V8? <laughs> what does it mean, Ronnie? A V8. It's a V-shaped block. Mean? It's a V-shaped block with eight cylinders. There you go. What's, what's, so. what's, a, what's a flat four? What does that mean? It's a flathead engine. No, it's not a flathead. They made flathead engines since you were a kid back in the 30s. They did make flathead engines, asshole. Yeah, when you were a kid in the 30s. What does that have to do with it? They did <laughs> make them, you fucking jerk. You're, you're a talking. jerk. I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay. All right, well, on the phone is Angry Ronnie, who's mad at this guy. Oh, boy. And angry... well, who's in here? <laughs> All angries are... No, no, All no, Ronnies is... are angry. Hey, Angry Ronnie. Wait a minute, dude. You call up here with this whole shit attitude. This ain't Hot Rod Magazine, pal. Wow, Dick, you're angry. Yeah, so what do you What do you know about cars? I, I know more than you do. Yeah, okay. I, I don't know, I don't that's a, a, that's a Chrysler is. product, pal, not a GM product. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's how smart you are. Of shit, that's what I said. Uh, Doug from Dick. the car factory says Ronnie is wrong. Uh oh. From the car factory. Yeah, are you from the car factory? Hi, Howard. Yeah, I can't give out the name of it, but Ronnie is completely incorrect. This guy on the phone Thank saying you. the exact right thing. <laughs> what this dude does every time he comes in the studios, he filibusters, doesn't know a thing about cars, he has no idea what he's talking about. Get really? the fuck out of the studio, Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, enough with the uh, childish arguing over cars. Yeah, that's how smart this guy. He was talking to a recording. The fucking jerk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Frank, thank you. Yeah. All right. All right, Ron. Hey, this guy. I saw, yeah, I think he yeah, did well yeah. with what the flat. I thought man. you did. Yeah. Yeah, I thought you did well with the V eight. I don't know anything. No, I, I thought he did well in the original discussion. Yeah. yeah, you held your own, right, Fred? Ronnie. That's right. <laughs> That's right. You know, you know, about, you know what a flathead four is, don't what? you? No, what is that? It's flat. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you count one, two, three, four. Right. See, you know a lot about cars too, right? Four comes after three. What do you drive? I drive, I, I drive a Dodge, yeah. You like Dodge? Yeah. It's a good product. The yeah. Dodge That's Brothers. a man's car. Yeah. yeah. Man's car. Got that right. V8. <laughs> yeah. What do you like yeah. better, Fred Ronnie, pussy yeah. or cars? Uh, if I could just fuck my car like it was a pussy, that would be the Ronnie, perfect world. what do you world. like better? Women or cars? I like them both. But what's better? Put put the girl in the seat no, in the car. But and she could blow me. If you could have, a, you know. Cars all you the time. Only you only have, have one. Oh, man, that's <laughs> wow. You love cars wow. that much because to me, it'd be like yeah. You think he'd answer right away? Yeah, a world with no cars or no pussy. Mm. Wow, he'd th still be in the world. 
Yeah, you're yeah. still thinking about it. Yeah, like you well, really have to think that out, huh? Yeah, I'd have to think it out. I might have wow. to take the car because I can always shove the stick shift up my ass. There you go. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. smart. There you go, Fred Ryan. Yeah. yeah, he knows what he's yeah. talking about. And then I could jerk off on the dashboard. There's always porn, yeah. right? To me, yeah. to me, there's no brainer. I want women. There's always porn. <laughs> really, you would take cars over women if I had choice. Any cars that I ever want, right? That I ever want anything you want. Yeah. What I would could you, peg what would you myself take? with a muffler. You had a choice. Of- I don't, I, I, you know, I, I get asked that question a lot, and I don't, I really can't answer it. Would you want a $2 million Bugatti? No. Why? I don't know. That's not my thing. Why does Tracy want that? I don't know. I'd rather have like, um, I don't know. Uh, I'd rather have the I'd rather Ford. have a Dodge Hellcat. I'd rather have a Hellcat. Hellcat, yeah. Would yeah, you, rather, you know, yeah. Bugatti I wanna, or whatever I want to fuck the General are. Lee from the Dukes of Hazzard. Right, if I could tell you, you They're could like have, Rolex. That car's worth a lot of money there, Fred Ronnie. Yeah, <laughs> they had six of those fuckers. And they're worth money. Yeah. If I t- gave you either a Dodge Hellcat or, like, who's the hottest chick? Cher or somebody like that? <laughs> Cher, yeah. Ooh. In her day. In her, In day, her day. Which would you take? Would I'll you take fuck? the Hellcat. You would take the Hellcat yeah, over Cher? Fuck yeah. Wow. I'd take the Batmobile over Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A car yeah. over Cher in her prime? Yeah. Wow. Wow. I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least yeah. in her day. In her day, maybe. Yeah. In I her don't know. day, yeah. I might have to take her. You know, Cher Emily Ratatowski? bang, bang. Yeah. You know Emily Ratatowski? Yeah, I know who she is. You want a Hellcat over Emily Ratatowski? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You wouldn't want to fuck the brains out of her. I'd have a Volkswagen over Emily Ratatowski. Everything's not as great as it looks, you know? Really? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of problems? Look at you all mature. What, has he been with her? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he acts like he knows. All right. She's got a funny belly button. One last choice, because we've got to get back to news. Good. Ariana Grande pegging you. She's fully nude. And I'll take so- the Hellcat. Really? Wow. wow. Yeah. Fast on that one. Wow. What about you, Fred Ronnie? Although, if I had a choice between Kit Car from, the, you know, that Kit Car show yeah. and J-Lo, that might be a tough one. Oh, yeah. Or J-Lo or uh, Hellcat. Now, that's... that's now you're talking. Now you're talking. All right. But you still take the Hellcat? I don't know. I might have to take J-Lo. Really? Yeah. Or, wow. a, Prim- or a Plymouth Valari. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> J-Lo, huh? J-Lo. That gets you. That gets me. Yeah. Really? She's smoking, man. Yeah? I don't I don't know why you don't think she's I'd hot. I'd rear end that I don't bitch. think she's that hot. Oh, man, come on. You got to be kidding me. Really? Really. Uh, I like my women built a little differently. I want my Jenny and my cock. Jenny on my Jenny cock. On the yeah. cock. <laughs> Jenny on the cock. <laughs> Jenny on the cock. Jenny on the cock. Jenny on the cock. A Rod's a lucky dude, man. Is he? Oh yeah. I That's how so. much he likes her. He's not. He's not going anywhere. I'll tell you notice. what. I can guarantee you, she's good in bed. And I'll tell you notice why. Notice he's not leaving. She's fully narcissistic. <laughs> I mean, this girl cannot. Stop. She's got to be the best at everything. Yeah. That's, I guarantee you, she good. loves it. Yeah. She's got a beefy bumper. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Rihanna. No. You can give her anal. Hellcat. Ooh. Hellcat over Rihanna. Hellcat. Really? Yep. Mm. Wow. Why don't you just go and get a Hellcat? <laughs> <laughs> I have one. Cl- I have close to a Hellcat, but not quite the Hellcat. Yeah. Why? Are they too expensive? Yeah, it's a little expensive. What do those cost? Well, it depends. It, they're hard to get, but you could probably pick one up probably for like 100 grand. Oh, wow. Stephanie or a Hellcat? Oh, come on. <laughs> he has to go home. I'm already home. I'm already home with him. <laughs> I'm changing the locks on the car. <laughs> she'll have to, she'll have, you know what the great She's part She's homeless. Wait a minute. But the great part about the Hellcat. Yeah. If, if you buy it directly from the factory, if you don't like buy it used from right. somebody, you can buy one seat. <laughs> you don't have to put your chick in the car with you. 
for an extra dollar. Stephanie, you got to walk. You get rid of the passenger seat? You could, for an extra dollar. No, no. It's built with one seat. Uh-huh. With a driver's seat. Wow. For an extra dollar, you get the passenger seat if you want it. <laughs> wow. That's so masculine. That's amazing. Yeah. It's very like, cool. Fuck you. You're not getting yeah, in my like, car. Fuck that See ya. Shit. <laughs> I'd have her sit on a bucket. You sit on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> You've heard of a bucket seat? Here's a real bucket. <laughs> yeah. The hell cunt is what I want. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. We got to get back to news. Right. We're running so late here. Uh, let me just tell you one thing before we start news, Robin, again. Meryl Streep or the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> what year? That's an easy decision. <laughs> Uh, DXL, big and tall, the place where big guys can get great clothing that actually fits. Not all guys are built the same. Neither is DXL, big and tall. That's what I'm talking about. DXL does it. No one does it better. Their clothes are built for style, comfort, and most importantly, built to fit. DXL spent years perfecting their own unique sizing patterns and their own exclusive brand. They want to ensure that you get a comfortable fit every time in every size. DXL, I love you. They believe that big and tall guys, I wish I had had big and tall growing up. Because I was a little oversized, and my mom used to take me to the big and tall area, and uh, the, the, the fashion was really lacking. That's why I love DXL. DXL stores carry over 100 brands and thousands of styles and big and tall sizes that fit great and even look better. DXL makes things easy. Just head to one of their stores. Their fit experts will then help you find a great look and size that's perfect for you from graphic tees, dress shirts, jeans, suits, shoes. DXL's got you covered for any occasion. They strive to be your one-stop shop, really, for men's big and tall clothing. Everything you need, head to toe. Go over to DXL.com today. Find a store near you. DXL Big and Tall, built to fit, built for you at DXL.com. Built for you. All right, Robin, back to you in the news. Robin Quivers. Oh, oh Robin, Robin. Robin. I don't believe that you have, you lubed up from me. No. Is that the lyric? I don't know. All right. Uh, Ellen DeGeneres. All right, turn that off. I want to hear about Ellen. Yes. She did one of those uh, needs no introduction interviews with David Letterman. And they make a big deal. They've been sending out uh, promos and so forth about her talking specifically about her sexual assault by her stepdad as a teenager, 116. I believe she talked about that here. I know. It's in my book. I know. Oh. That's why I'm pointing it out. It's oh, like I they're see. acting like All right. this is the first time she's ever revealed. I see. But this is not. So anyway, 116. Is um, my mother had had um, breast cancer right after they got married. So she had her breast removed. And... Um, they had a very, very sexual relationship, which was also very uncomfortable for me. And um, he told me when she was out of town that he felt a lump in her breast and needed to feel my breast because he didn't want to upset her, but he needed to feel mine. But again, because I didn't know about bodies, I don't know that breasts are all different. And um, anyway, he, he convinced me that he needs to feel my breast. And oh, God. Then he tries to do it again another time, and then... Another time, um, Jesus. he tries to break my door down, and, and I kicked the window out and ran because mm. I knew it was going to do, it was going to go more to, to something. And uh, I didn't want to tell my mother because I was protecting her, and I knew that, that that would ruin her happiness, and she was happy with him. And I didn't tell her for a few years, and then I told her, and then she didn't believe me. 
and then she stayed with him for 18 more years. Wow. Uh, it's heavy stuff, man. It's very heavy stuff. Yeah. And uh, the reason I bring it up, too, is because Ellen DeGeneres' mother has spoken out. Oh. And said that that is the regret of her life. Yeah, I find it very painful to uh, hear that. I mean, I just feel so bad for her when that, when I hear that. I mean, that is just so fucked up. Well, you up have to also understand the impact of uh, this person you're supposed to trust, this person who's supposed to take care of you, saying they don't believe you over the guy yeah. who is molesting you. That was your story. Well, no, I never told my mother because I knew that was going to be a nightmare. I was like, I'm thought, living a nightmare here. I don't want to make it a bigger nightmare. My mother never handled anything right. And that's kind of what Ellen's saying. She she didn't tell her for a different reason, but she just didn't want to tell her mom. Right. But, you you know, the child has this opinion that they can handle things in can't. this situation and that all these du- adults are fragile. You think you should have told your mother? Or it just no, would have been useless? I know. Oh, please. Even after I told my mother when I was an adult, I was glad that I was an adult. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Because she didn't uh, believe she had, you. No, it had nothing to do with not believing me because she went and confronted my father and he told her the truth. Oh, well, wow. she probably didn't believe me. She wanted to hear it from him. And so she went to him and he uh, acknowledged that yeah, this happened. And then she started making up her own stories to defend herself. Wow. So one day she called me and said, "Yeah, you you were in cahoots with your dad." Oh, my God. About uh, doing this, and you kept it from me. Oh, man. So and I in said, other words, do you listen to yourself? So you were the bad guy in the story. Always. <laughs> oh, my God. So that's why I never no. bothered to bring it up when I was 11. I knew this woman. Did your dad ever check you for lumps? No. <laughs> no, he didn't even give you a cancer screening. I never even got any medical no. attention. Well, but, poor uh, you, poor Ellen. Poor... Well, no, it's the point I that mean it. this I mean... woman yeah. is also a victim, this mother, because she is now aware that she's never been the mother she thought she was. Yeah, it's got to be mind-blowing for her. Yeah, that's what I wanted to bring. So you're not helping yourself when you decide to take someone's um word over your child's you are going to lose everything you're losing your child and eventually you'll lose this idiot because he's an idiot now i read something where uh, does ellen have a sister or something who is now claiming that she doesn't believe it or something i don't know oh maybe i maybe i didn't read that i don't know but I hadn't heard that. Anyway, this has stirred up uh, a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, and uh, she said she's, you know, going into more specific detail because she wants other young people in the situation to feel freer about disclosing what has happened to them. Good for her. that's good for their recovery. I admire her, as I say in my book. Yeah. Um, Ellen actually did discuss a lot of this, uh, and I guess she felt comfortable with Dave to discuss it, but I, uh, I was really quite moved by especially Ellen's whole story. And this is why I I made her a a major feature in the book. And when I wrote what I did about her, that not only does she talk about this abuse that she suffered um, at the hands of this, you know, whatever you want to call her mom's boyfriend, stepfather, stepfather. This was a husband. But then when she goes into how she started her stand-up career and she, you know, she basically her, her real father was a dick because he, he kept her out of the house 
that he was now living in with this new woman who I guess was afraid that Ellen would turn her daughters gay or something. Right. And then she had it. Not only was she living in a shithole, but then uh, her girlfriend, they had broken up. The girlfriend dies uh, in a horrible car accident the night that Ellen wasn't with her. And and, and all that. Then she started this comedy routine, what it might be like to talk to God. It's the most fascinating story ever. Uh, and through it all, she found the funny, you know, and, mm -hmm. and she's uh, quite remarkable. And uh, I mean, I haven't seen the David Letterman interview. I'll, I'll definitely check it out. Yeah. But, uh, I remember when she was here telling me all this stuff. I went, wow, she's being very open about this. And it can't be easy. Can't be easy to be talking about all of this. But uh, the interview. Well, was, essentially, the truth is that you didn't do anything wrong. Right. Somebody did something wrong to you. You wouldn't be embarrassed about telling somebody that you were robbed. Right. And that's the same thing that happened. You had a crime perpetrated against you. Yeah. And like Ellen didn't even want to tell her mom. And, and then, then she ends up living in this cockroach infested basement. It's just a horrible story. But anyway. So she's on Dave's uh, Netflix show. Yeah. Yeah. No introduction necessary. And uh, I, it is Gay Pride Month. Yeah. That's why these stories, I think, are being, pro, uh, you know, highlighted right now. And I thought it was interesting that we highlighted it yesterday with the conversation with the guy who, who does the humiliation phone call. Yeah, Chris is a searing report on expose, I should call it. Who is he? Fagmaster Steve? Fagmaster Steve. That was for uh, Gay Pride Month. We oh, did my goodness. That was crazy. Yeah. Meanwhile, a group in Boston is catching heat after announcing plans for what organizers call a straight pride parade this summer. There you go. How silly is that? What? I don't like parades, so I'm not a big But a straight guy. pride parade? Who's ever told you you shouldn't be straight? I'm not proud of being straight. I hate to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but with some of the straights, what they're doing, I don't know if I want to be lumped in with that crowd. The uh, group calls itself Super Happy Fun America. And the three men who organized it say they're advocates on behalf of the straight community like they need it. Boston officials say the group has contacted the city but hasn't gotten permission or permits to host a parade. It's tentatively scheduled for August 31st. No. And the group says uh, they want to use the same route as the LGBT Pride Parade that will happen this uh, uh, Saturday or later I this always, month in June. I always love that bizarre logic. You know, like... Like, um, like if you start advocating for something, you're saying the other thing isn't yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's just the kind of stupid logic you had to deal with in high school. Yeah. Hey, what do you mean you're having a gay pride? You know what we're going to have? A straight pride uh, parade. No, but you, then you try to reason with the guy for a second. You go, no, you don't understand. You see, gays have been subjected to like the most horrible kinds of... They get beaten up. Yeah, they get, they get the shit beat out of them. Killed. They get goofed on all the time. So Raped. They're, they're going to try and kind of change the perception. Well, fuck you. Uh, you know what? I... Well, you know but what? I'm proud I, of me. I'm I proud got of what up. I am too. Yeah, fuck you. We're gonna have a. Uh, okay, all right. Just have your parade. Just leave me alone. Leave me alone. I want to just. I just want to do my time and get off the planet. Have your stupid parade. Yeah, have your parade. Don't beat me up. Uh, Mike, what's up, pal? Mike in New York. Hey, Howard. How are you? All right, bro. Hey, how are you? All right, man. 
just talking about listening to Ronnie. Ronnie's wrong on that uh, that Hellcat again with his car thing. It's called the <laughs> Demon, the one that you can get with the one seat. The Hellcat is the model above the 392. It's a street car. So Ronnie really has no clue what he's talking about. Wow. Oh, dear. Ronnie taking a hammering. You know, he prides himself on he being... He loves cars. Loves car. You're telling me Ronnie doesn't even understand the Hellcat? See, I have a 392. I have a 392 Charger. The model above that is the Hellcat. The model above that, which they made a couple of years, is called the Demon. It's kind of like a street legal in a way race car, which has one seat in it. Uh oh, Ronnie. And he really, he really has no clue. Ronnie. And the Hellcat, the Hellcat's about seventy-five thousand dollars. You got it wrong again. This guy's demon, saying that, that demon and a Hellcat are the same fucking body car. It's the same fucking car. You it stupid. is not. It the is the same the car. Demon, it's the same car, but the demon has the bigger engine. They made it for a couple of years. The Hellcat and the demon has the like same a, fucking motor, dude. Then why are they? How are they the same car? Seven hundred seven horsepower. The same fucking motor. Then why is one a demon? The demon is made for drag racing. That's why it comes with one seat. But not it the Hellcat. It comes with slick. It comes with slick. Yeah, but the Hellcat. It comes with a roll cage. You said the Hellcat comes with one seat. It's a no, demon no, Hellcat. The, 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 the oh. demon. No. The demon. Is and I have a 392 TA. Big deal. So you have a charger. Big fucking deal. I'm not, I'm not arguing with over 392. I'm just telling you that the Hellcat, you can walk into a dealership and buy. And you can walk in and buy a demon Hellcat. No, no, you can't. Okay. No, you can't. No, you can't. Why did JD cancel your car show? This was the most fun thing ever. I have no idea. He should have kept this going. Because JD doesn't know what he's fucking talking about. This was your car show. It was a great fucking show. Hey, Howard, I go to one of your buddies, Dr. Lou, the eye Yeah, doctor. yeah, yeah, yeah. See? Another bullshit artist. <laughs> Who? Just because yeah. he knows Lou? Yeah, now, he's what? Oh, because I go to Dr. Lou, I know everything. Oh, <laughs> I think that's a leak. Hey, listen. Wait, what are you Ronnie saying, Ronnie? <laughs> Ronnie, wait, wait, what are you saying? Ronnie Come back here, Ronnie. About. You're saying what? the guy is a bullshit artist because he goes to the Dr. Yeah, Lou? Yeah, big deal. So we know, hey, I go to Dr. Lou. Okay, you go to Dr. Lou. I've been to Dr. Lou <laughs> also. <laughs> Tell him to call Dodge, and he can find out himself. Like the other guy that called Doctor Lou. Told him he yeah, call Doctor Lou. Maybe Doctor Lou. Knows. What's the tie? Maybe you need to go back to Doctor Lou and get those yeah, eyes maybe, checked. Yeah. <laughs> what's uh? What's what's with Doctor Lou? I don't understand. No, I'm just saying. Hey, I just was. Uh, I just had. I was just at his place for a checkup, and he told me he was a friend of yours or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he was. He was, my, like, he, hey, he, was cool. he, he was my roommate in college. We know each other since fourth grade, dude. He told he told me that. So and I he's got go a demon. I've been going to him for years. So what is no, that? How does that tie in with Ronnie's car story? I, I just felt like throwing it in. Oh, yeah, okay. of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Had nothing yeah, like yeah, yeah. Fuck you, you asshole. Yeah. Felt like throwing it. In. Yeah, I got a yeah, joke well, for you. you know, for this caller, you know, I got a joke you know, for you. Ronnie, the, the the car guy told you you're wrong. I'm telling you wrong. I think you need okay. to do your research because you have no clue. Right, what your point about. is that Ronnie's saying the Hellcat can come with one seat, but you're saying he's wrong. The demon comes with one seat. The demon, the demon and the fucking Hellcat are basically the same fucking car. Then why is one called one the demon? One is for drag racing. Right. Oh, Strictly dear. drag racing. But you're saying both come with the one seat? No. No, you said no the that Hellcat no. doesn't come with one seat. Yes, it does. You the, demon to pay a hell the demon Hellcat comes with one seat. Oh. He said. Right. He said the demons. Uh, he said the Hellcat's a hundred grand. He's wrong. The Hellcat's about seventy-five thousand, <sighs> and the demon is made as a racing car with one seat. 
It's two different freaking cars. But they're you both Hellcats. A demon and drive around town. Yeah, and I uh, fucked Stephanie in both of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, Mike. Well, All right, Mike hey, goes to Doctor Lou. Be good. All yeah. right. Thank okay. you. I love hearing Ronnie argue with guys about cars. Doctor Lou, eat my goo. Yeah, Who gives a shit? <laughs> I went to Dr. Lou, too. So yeah. what? I love those arguments, Robin. Why did J.D. cancel that show? You have to ask J.D. J.D. JD put the hammer down and had no problem with it. It, it was more uh, other people on that show. It, there wasn't a lot of arguing like this. Right. It was Wayne Siegel and Ronnie talking yeah, cars. Yeah, yeah, talking yeah. nicely about cars. Yeah. In other words, all that other bullshit you could do without the fights you like. Yeah, yeah, the demon's got 840 horsepower. It was more informative than, like, you know, debating. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't want to hear that either. Right. Didn't you call it, quote, the most boringest show ever? I fell asleep a couple of times. Can you revamp the show and bring it back? Uh, you know what it is? I think he needs me there with him to just keep him on track with arguing. Uh, and then he needs Fred there as Fred Ronnie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, now it's all production. Yeah. Then, then that, What's more... a race car? You fucker. Maybe what I'm thinking of doing is now that the company owns Pandora, uh -huh. I might do an hour podcast. It's me and Ronnie and the Fred Ronnie, and we just take car questions. <laughs> That's a show. <laughs> Would you listen to that? Absolutely. All right, you're on the air with Ronnie and Fred Ronnie. Uh, yeah! What's your question? What's your question? All right, let's let's hear the question from Derek. Derek, what's your question? Oh, I'm just calling Ronnie the the freaking. Then I hang up on this guy. Yeah, yeah what's your question? What's your question for Ronnie? Jeff from Queens. I know that the Hellcat has three seats. There's one in the front and two in the back. Ronnie's a piece of shit. I know Dr. Lou and I know Balls from Elwood. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to hear you, uh, Jeff. Yeah, well, my connection's not so great, but I know all about the Hellcat and Randy, Ronnie's... Hey, take the man. asshole out of your mouth, fuckface! Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And then Fred Ronnie will just... Yeah. Great connection, you fuck. It'll only be negative calls. You know? It could be a hit show. Yeah! Over there on... Uh, what's that company we uh, bought? Pandora? Pandora. Pandora, yeah. An hour Pandora show, just exclusive Ronnie fighting with people. Ronnie and cars. Ronnie, cars, and pussy. You know, occasional pussy, more cars. And then the Fred Ronnie will be there. <laughs> be a big hit. I get a NASCAR tire, do you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it only has to be topics, just like you said. It started right. out with Ronnie trying to determine. I know Kurt Busch, do you? <laughs> it was Ronnie trying to determine if he won a world only with cars or with pussy. Right. I have Indy 500 placemats. Yeah, Robin, that's Do the big, you? like, we start off with a hard question like that. A hard-hitting question. The Ronnie Instapol. Have you ever ridden with Goldberg? <laughs> yeah, it'll be like, first, oh, let's open up the floor. Ronnie, uh, what's better, pussy or cars? Uh-oh. Oh, boy. <laughs> My head's this is smoking. A, this is a trick question. We, we do about the f opening 10 minutes. <laughs> Couldn't we talk about Playboy mud flaps? <laughs> Huh? See, Robin, I'm going to have a hit show on Pandora. <laughs> I might even have you as a guest once, Rob, only if you'll talk about your car. <laughs> now, no. her motor was hand-built. Right. What's that mean? Means they built it by, hmm, hand? <laughs> Joe, what's up? Howard, how you doing? All right. I, I'm sorry. Just listening to Ronnie and that guy 
argue uh, just hilarious. I, I mean, those two dopes going at it, I really think you should give them Well, I might be a doing show. a special Pandora show. It's an hour a week that you can download where I have Ronnie on and uh, Ronnie Puppet. And it's only guys. It, it, the, car, the show's called Cars and Cunts, and because it's Ronnie, you know, yeah. that's a disparaging word. But what, what can I? Automobiles tell you? and pussy. Yeah, automobiles and yeah. pussy. Fine. Yes. Hold on a second. My bifocals are fogged up. I can't. <laughs> I can't see the phone. It's gonna be. It's just gonna be Ronnie yelling at like you and other people that call in. Yeah, I, he's just he's just unbelievable. But uh, the opening show, Robin, is going to be uh, the Hellcat. It's going to be the Hellcat <laughs> show. We're just going to debate the Hellcat. Yeah, segment segment two will be the Chevy topic. Nova. Right. Hot hot topic. Hot topic of the day. And should they bring Howard, back the to, slant six? Howard, I just want to say I got the book. Love it. Thank, Thank you. you for everything you do. Have a great day. What if it became the number one podcast in the country? Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah, amazing, right? Yeah. We'll see. Maybe I'll do something over there. I was talking to some people yesterday about Pandora. Ah. I was trying to figure out what's going on over there. Right. So, might do the Ronnie show over there. Bring it over. Oh, I have a question for you. (laughs) Before we get to the other part of the news, I saw this today. Yeah. And I said, well, I wonder what Howard uh, would say about this. Speaking of expertise. I don't like it. (laughs) What is it? Could the Justice League beat Thanos. The Justice, of course. Of course it could. So there's no Infinity Wars with the no, Justice League in no, the because the, uh, picture. I mean, unless they fuck up the movie or something, but yeah, the Justice League could beat... Uh, first of all, Superman. I mean, yeah, Thanos could probably produce Kryptonite, but if, if it was a smart Superman, he's not getting anywhere near Thanos. Well, when was there a smart Superman? I know, he's so stupid. He, <laughs> like, whenever someone has Kryptonite, he goes near Everybody them. Everybody has Kryptonite now. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe they'd have a hard time with that guy. Thanos is awesome. Well, maybe but, you ought to put some thought into this and determine, no, I, you know. But Wonder Woman, and uh, they could put those uh, truth ropes around them, and Batman's a fucking genius. And I think they could defeat Thanos, yes. All right, so you're saying a definitive yes? Yes. You'd prefer that movie to the Avengers versus Thanos. Sure. Why okay. not? Yeah. Because yeah. I get so sick of my superheroes being beaten up. I know. I know. It, you know, I, the reason I love the comic books was so cool being Superman because no one could beat you up. Right. <laughs> and like you had the hottest chick, Lois Lane, and you had romance with her. And yeah, once in a while, you might have a difficult situation, but. Yeah, every so often, like once a year, the earth is threatened. Yeah. I mean, my God, there's never any fun in those movies, like just Iron Man flying around in his suit and getting laid or like meeting a hot chick or. Or Spider-Man, you know, it's just—it's not enough romance and like the fun of being a superhero. Right? No, there is no fun of being a superhero. You're always trying to save the world yeah. from something. I just want to be a superhero and get laid, because I would be. Every woman would want to fuck me. A, I'd be good looking. B, well, well, the, the other thing is though, uh, you're not telling anybody. Well, first of all, no, I'm telling everybody. I, I'm <laughs> well, the that's word a out. different comic. No, no, I wouldn't tell anyone. I'll tell you what the truth is. I love the reveal. Like, I would love to be a superhero and then, like, you know, test the woman, see if she'll go out with me and, you know, whatever. And then all of a sudden she finds out I'm Superman. And then she's like, fuck, I should have, I should have, I should have gotten with him. And are you going to have that conflict that Superman has? Yeah. 
Or Clark Kent actually has yeah, the conflict. Like, I'll be all conflicted, like, oh, does she really love me for me or whatever? <laughs> but uh, I would love to be Superman for that reason, so I could be super, you know, first of all, women choose a mate based on what type of children he will produce. Well, it's more about protecting the children. That's providing right. and protecting. Yeah. Imagine I'm Superman. Every woman would want me over the stupid asshole they're living with. <laughs> I want to be the most desired man on the planet. <laughs> Right. Absolutely. But when you're seeing your your superhero butt get kicked all the time. Yeah. I mean, what fun is it? I, I like when Spider-Man like impresses that actress chick. You know, what's her name? Mary Jane. Mary Jane. Yeah. Aunt May's an idiot. Doesn't know anything. <laughs> Can't figure anything out. Guy's never in his room. <laughs> you know, you know. All of a sudden. All right. Anyway, Robin, any other news? Okay. So Thanos is in trouble with the Justice League. Right. Right. Okay. Now, it's uh, the celebration of D-Day, the marking of that amazing invasion that turned the war in World War II. It is amazing when you read about World War II, what those guys did on D-Day. They were the bravest motherfuckers on the planet. I mean. I don't know that they were all brave, Howard, but they all did it. No, they were brave. They were brave. uh, bravery has something to do with the aftermath, not the beginning. No, they were brave. You standing know. on that boat waiting for that flap yep. to drop. Yep, that's brave. Is first of all, you can't get out. You know, you're over there in a packed boat. Nobody's letting you out. They were brave. Robin. They Robin, were young, now. scared guys who did it anyway. Yep. Call it what you want. It was a remarkable. I think it's feat. more more um impressive to know that they were just like you and they stayed in the oh thank god they're not like me we would have lost the war but these guys they stayed in the i I admire military guys so much thank god for them because that's what i got from that tom hanks movie saving private ryan they were scared shitless throwing up over the side right that's right and yet when that they ran out onto that beach Knowing they were probably meeting death. So today's the anniversary of D-Day? Yes. Wow. And uh, it was an important military attack that everybody thought would fail. You know, they planned and planned and planned and they strategized and looked at this whole thing. They had to even delay it for a day because of bad weather. And wave after wave, thousands of landing ships, more than 156,000 Allied infantrymen stormed the five beaches. Facing them were around 50,000 German troops. The exact number of casualties is not known. It's estimated that approximately 10,000 Allied soldiers were killed, wounded, or went Mm. missing in action. Can't believe those Germans fought so fucking hard. Boy, they followed they that did. Hitler. They loved that Hitler. They're stupid. <laughs> they, they, yeah, they just loved being fucking, you know, oh, we're going to be the, somebody's thumb. Yeah. Stupid assholes. Your lives would have been miserable had he won. And also, 7,000 vessels were used, including 100 or 1,213 warships, 4,000 landing craft, and various types and sizes. Some 23,000 airborne troops were dropped. So now they're just dropping out of the sky and being shot. Those fucking Germans. I'll never forgive them. I don't care. I don't care what they're doing now. Fuck them. I don't like them. Never liked that country. Never going. American paratroopers suffered high casualties at Utah Beach, some drowning under heavy equipment in flooded marshlands. And they're at it again, by the way. 
They, they're now saying Jews are not safe in Germany. There's only like five of them left. And now they're t- attacking them again. Fucking I don't know Germany. why Jews stay in that country. I tell you, get out. What's the what's wrong? Go to it's Israel like Sam now. Kennison said, when there's a when there's no water where you live, move to water. Get to Israel now. <laughs> a Frenchman. Now imagine this. You never had this worry in your life. Uh I don't know that your father stormed the beach on D Day. No, he didn't. But he was in World War Two. He was. Yeah. And he was stationed overseas, was he not? No, he was not overseas. He never went overseas. He was uh, no, he was not overseas. He was uh, he was doing telegraph and radio stuff from here. I believe so. Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. Hardly can call him a soldier. No, he was a soldier though. <laughs> I'm not going to go into his whole I'm story. I'm going to say that was a joke. Uh, it's a story that's not mine to tell, but he was a soldier. Something happened here. He's he's a brave guy. All right. Well, I'm not talking about bravery right now. You know, after those guys got through D-Day, they went through Europe. And a Frenchman is now connecting with his American family. He never knew until he took a DNA test that his father was one of the Americans who landed in France on D-Day. Wow. So, yeah, when all those Americans were hanging around Europe, they hooked up. Hmm. And sometimes they left children behind. That probably would have been me and if I had served. Really? Would have had a lot of children. Left <laughs> a lot of people would be coming over looking for you. A lot of tragedy. <laughs> but he never knew that until wow. now. And uh, now he's coming over to meet his American family, 118. All right. And when I saw the pictures, I thought, oh, wow. So I thought, yeah, that's my older brother for sure. So many similarities with, with my dad and my sister and I. So it's just, it was just, it was kind of unreal. I wonder how is, uh, maybe their mom isn't still here. Because she might not have so enjoyed meeting the, the, the older brother. Those uh, kind of reunions can be a little tricky. And it's always in, from interesting to find out what celebrities fought in the war charles bronson he was a real man he really was a tough guy yeah i know sometimes you think they're just tough guys in the uh, movies yeah i always think they're just acting tough no 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 he was no actor <laughs> <laughs> he he was just a tough guy that they put in a movie <laughs> he started working in a mine when he was 10 yeah now he was a tough guy but not a great actor and then he got drafted into the war and uh one and he was i guess he was just driving a truck or something like that yeah and then he decided to go to um school to become one of those bombardiers the guy who sits in that little thing and pivots around while the planes are up there shoot having dog fights and shooting down at the ground and uh that's what he did and he wound up getting wounded and he won a purple heart wow during world war ii and then he used his gi bill to study art and Man. that's how he wound up in hollywood yeah wow that's awesome so today the president and queen elizabeth will be uh marking d-day over in england while he's on his state trip there meanwhile the president uh has been asked over and over again now about these comments he made about megan markle he was told that megan thought he was a misogynist and uh divisive during his campaign 
And he said, oh, I didn't know she she was nasty. And people can't figure out what the president meant. Do you understand that comment? Yeah. He she disparaged him and he said, wow, she's really nasty. She's a nasty person. Everybody's acting like the president said something like Meghan Mar- Markle is nasty. Like she's not a clean person. Oh. Well, and I said, well, we've got to stop having stupid arguments about what the president said. It was very clear that he was talking about her comments and he didn't know that she had made nasty comments about him. That's all it was. He was on Piers Morgan and he was doing this uh, interrogation. Yeah, it's hardly important, actually. Like uh, something crazy was going to be revealed. I was like, really? Is this, is this what it's come to? Meanwhile, the president did make some comments on Vietnam, and I've never heard him really speak about Vietnam. But in light of what's been going on between him and John McCain, I was interested in that. 117. This is also from Piers Morgan. You were uh, not able to serve in Vietnam because of a bone spur condition in your feet. Do you wish you'd been able to serve? Would you like to have served your country? Well, I was never a fan of that war, I'll be honest with you. I, I thought it was a, a terrible war. I thought it was very far away. Nobody ever, you know, you're talking about Vietnam, and at that time, nobody ever heard of the country. But no, I was not a fan of that war. That war was not something would that Would you like we to have served generally, perhaps in another? I would not have minded that at all. I would have been honored, but I think I make up for it right now. I look, $700 billion I gave last year, and then this year, $716 billion. And I think I'm making up for it rapidly See, because that's where we're Trump rebuilding gets into our trouble. military yeah. at, at a he level that it's never it seen like, before. Hey, okay, I didn't serve. I would have been honored to serve. But then he goes, I made up. I gave a hundred. Dude, you didn't give it. The American taxpayers did. And then when you start talking about now, it, when you start comparing military service to giving, giving money, congressional, you know, taxpayer right. money, you got to you got to shut the fuck up. Because you come off real bad when you say John McCain wasn't a, you don't like guys who get captured. You got to just shut up. You're the president of the United States. Somehow you made it there. You got to fucking use your head. You don't say, yeah, I would have liked to have served in the military, but I've made up for it. I gave, I gave, I gave 117 billion and you don't say that. I don't know why Donald doesn't get that. He's not eloquent. He's not a, a impromptu speaker. Yeah, I don't know why he's like fucking that up. Because he doesn't know how to do that. Yeah. He needs to be aware of what he's walking into. And anytime you ask him a question he wasn't prepped for beforehand, he's going to not sound great about it because he's thinking too much while he talks, trying yeah. to figure out what he's supposed to say. You think there's like an argument going on in his yeah. head? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's almost like the JD thing. Right. There's a lot going on there. <laughs> all right. Well, anything else, Robin? Well, we have run out of time here. My God, Robin. With you... all your carrying on. I know. I know. A I lot know. of talk I, I could have talked about. I wanted to ask you if you should be working with with uh, Woody Allen and all that stuff. But we've got to move on. So finally, you know, I wondered how Ken Jennings really felt about this James Holt or uh, whatever his name, Holtower. Holtower. Uh challenging his record and during the competition when we didn't know the outcome he was always very nice 
about it and said, yeah, good luck to him, you know, that whole thing. But in comments he made afterwards, it sounds like he wasn't really excited about the way Holzhauer played the game. Really? Yeah. What is that? He thinks, you know, there's a way to play Jeopardy. No, because they they, they (laughs) criticize this guy because he'd go after the daily double. Who cares? Let him All he's doing is picking categories and running through them. Same thing that everybody else is doing. Bullshit. I, I don't like people who criticize James Halshaw. I don't like him. Played well. Figured out a way to work it. It wasn't cheating, right? No, right. not right. at all. And it's interesting. This woman, uh, as John was telling us yesterday, did a whole thesis on how to play Jeopardy. It'll be interesting to see how long her run is. Meanwhile, James has said he didn't even think he could do 74 or 75 in a row. He could. He was never aiming for that record. He wanted, he thought he could win the cash total record. That's what he wanted. And uh, he missed it by about 50,000 or something. I like that they're like, oh, this guy had a secret strategy. He cheated. No. You know what the secret strategy is? Be really smart. Answer the question. Yeah, that's the strategy. That's the strategy. You got to answer the question. Right. Secret strategy. And that's what's happening.